Welcome back. You're listening to That One Sports Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Mitch Wilson. He is Chris Helps. Please don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at That One Sports Podcast. My guy, Christopher. What do we got today, man? All right, we're going to talk about the next best thing to companionship of marriage. We're going to talk about Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and what is going on in that situation. Did he forget to do the dishes? Did he not take out the trash? What happened? Because they are not gelling. They are not simpatico right now. We're going to talk about that. We're going to have a little fun today. There's not a lot in the sports world to really discuss. We're going to go right into who are, what is our Mount Rushmore of QBs all time. I don't think you and I are going to be the same on that. We're going to talk about a little bit of Chiefs here. Overrated players, underrated players of all time. And then you told me earlier today when we were prepping for the show that you got a surprise game for me. A top Uh five game. Just like last week, I had the top five most watched sports or popular sports. You're going to come with a top five game to me today. My dude, my man, what is going on up in upper New York, Buffalo, with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? Man, I'll tell you what. This is absolutely on the on a NFL team. This is one of the most has to be, in my opinion, one of the best relationships on the team. Uh, obviously, quarterbacks gotta be gotta has a great great relationship with everyone, but especially the guys that block for him and the guys that he throws the ball to. From the beginning of time, well, maybe not from the beginning of time. I'd probably say the last probably ten, fit probably about fifteen years. The receiver position has become a very what you would call diva position. So. I mean, even if you go back to uh, February, you know, so this is not like something that just happened, like in OTAs and minicamp. You know, it even goes back to last year. And in that last game versus Cincinnati, th- there were a couple of times in that game where you saw Stefan and Josh, like there was what some people would call a fight. I might call a passionate discussion on what was going on in the offense and Stephon Diggs went on the uh, Rich Eisen show and he kind of talked about it. Is he said it wasn't beca- it wasn't just that game. It was accumulation of, you know, we had been really successful over the first nine games, and then we kind of got away from what we were doing in those nine games, aka in layman terms, getting me the ball, and then I wasn't getting the ball as much and we weren't winning as much. And so in the postseason, that wasn't just well, what was happening that game, that was an accumulation of the season. And now that is rolling over into this year with OTAs and minicamp. And let's just be real honest. Like, Stefan, you are a paid professional, bro. You get paid millions of dollars to play a kid's game. So you're not going to get the ball every single time. You know, you do have teammates, other guys on your team that can make plays like Gabriel Davis. That is a legit receiver. And some other guys on your team. So let's understand that it would be different if you were getting one or two targets a game, which that's not the case because to my recollection, you were a top five fantasy receiver. So if you're a top five fantasy receiver, you're getting your numbers plain and simple, right? So Stefan, in my opinion, needs to grow up a little bit, 
we're not in high school. You are a paid professional. You are paid to do a job. So go do that job and catch balls from your quarterback. And he should be grateful because he has one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, it's not like he's out, out there catching passes from Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, so like, come on now, let's go. Absolutely, man. Wide receivers are divas. Wide receivers are those premier cars that have to take premium gas. You you can't mess up and put no 87 in that thing because it's going to screw up. You got to put that 91 in there, that premium, and you constantly have to feed it that good gasoline for it to perform at its highest level. They are divas. They always have been. You can just go in history of all the wide receivers, there's divas because there's one ball that has to go around. They're the furthest away from the ball. Think about that. When they line up, they're the furthest away from the ball. And they just have this attitude of, I'm not getting what I need and I'm open. I'm always open. But you know what? Someone that played wide receiver, very low level, never college or no pro. But you always think you're open until you have to go play the quarterback position. So I always thought I was unique even in high school because I played the quarterback position too. So I knew not to go run my mouth because it's very difficult to play that position. Just because you were open doesn't mean that he saw you or, you know, the line blocked for him. And to act that way now and to bring it public, I just hate that, man. Keep it in closed quarters. If you've got a problem with your coach, if you've got a problem with whoever, keep it private. Don't make it public. And I, and I know you think if you make it public, you're going to get your way. But is getting your way really going to solve the problem? Probably not. And he is a very targeted wide receiver. So there's part of me that's like, what are you even complaining about? Like I could see if they went and signed DeAndre Hopkins and he got all this money and now he was being featured, but it's, you're still the guy. You're still going to get tons of target shares from Josh Allen. And apparently the corporation, which is the Buffalo Bills, doesn't agree with you because they just extended the GM, and the coach this week. So what do you think that says to you? That you need to grow up, get your freaking butt to camp, and let's go try to win us a Super Bowl in this very, very competitive AFC. Ultra. I'd say ultra competitive AFC. Because if you think about it, you got the Chiefs, you got the Bengals, you have Buffalo, I mean, a lot of people are saying now that Lamar's happy. You know, Baltimore's gonna be, Baltimore's gonna be a, a force to be reckoned with. And so, yes, agree. Okay, so let me ask you this then, Mitch: If Diggs doesn't play, where does Buffalo fall now, in your opinion? So, if Diggs, let's say, sits out the season, where do you got Buffalo now? There's, I don't think they're a playoff team. You don't think they're a playoff team? So you think a wide receiver has enough ability to make a team not a playoff team? You do know they were 13-3 and three last year, right? I do. Hold on. Give me one second. Let's see here. So in 2022, Stefan accounted for 108 receptions for 1,400 yards and 11 TDs. That is... 
you know, I would probably feel a little differently about that if Josh Allen had proved that he could, that he can win without an elite level receiver. You know, to take an elite level receiver away from a quarterback, that can be crippling unless you are great enough as a Tom Brady, as a Patrick Mahomes, I would say. Those guys to where it doesn't matter who they give you, you just make the guys around you better. And a prime example of that is going back to the AFC Championship last year. The fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes was throwing to the fourth and fifth and sixth receivers. Yeah, yeah you had sure. guys, you had you had guys who hadn't caught a pass all year that were catching passes in the fourth quarter. But that's just who he is. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills did not get to be at to this level until they obtain Stefan Diggs. And so that's why I would okay, maybe they would still make the playoffs, but they would not be near the threat they are without Stefan. So like yes, like you said that's my that's my only disagreement with you. It, it it's not that I don't think they would be they would be good. I I definitely think they would still make the playoffs. I just don't think they would go far in the playoffs. But I think Diggs is a great player. But I think one receiver by themselves is not going to be the difference of a playoff team or not. Only if the team was like nine and seven. But the fact they were thirteen and three, they just bolstered up their defense significantly this year. They get Von Miller back. They went out and got big time players. They went out and drafted that tight end from Utah, Kincaid. They still got, you know, a good and, – and, and Allen is good enough with his legs to win you probably nine games, right? Like nine and eight, maybe that gets you in the playoffs, maybe it doesn't. But I think that they would still go. Diggs is, is going to show up. Diggs has to go have a conversation with what is – what's our – what is his issues? What are his issues, I should say? And I think after that, everything's going to be good. Oh, for sure. For sure. Everything's going to be good. It's going to be all gravy. So now, speaking of Josh Allen, speaking of quarterbacks, I'll ask you this, my brother. Who is on your Mount Rushmore for quarterbacks in the NFL of all time? Dude, this is tough. So everyone knows Mount Rushmore is only four heads, four stone heads. So it's not a top five, it's top four. Four quarterbacks on your Rushmore. And this may be controversial, but I'm going to put <laughs> it like this. Hey, that's what we're here for. The first one I think we all know, I'm putting TB12. If he's not on your Mount Rushmore, then you don't know lick about football. He doesn't have to be your GOAT, but you are a complete and utter idiot. And I'm going to say it, if you do not put him in your top four. That's like basketball. I can't stand LeBron James. He is going to be in my top 10, probably top five forever, right? I'm not dumb. I, I I got eyes. I can see what he does. I may not like him and he's not my goat, but are you kidding me? Some people that put LeBron out of the top 10 are asinine. Same thing with this too. You're telling me a guy that has seven rings wouldn't be in you are Mount Rushmore. And it's not like he yeah. got seven rings being backups. Right. I mean, come on. So TB, <laughs> TB12, um, this is where it's kind of going to get controversial because I'm not just going to go off of rings, okay? Because if we did that, it'd be like, oh, the next one's going to be so-and-so. The next one's going to be so-and-so. 
Joe Montana is number two for me. So Tom Brady, Joe Montana is up there um, on my Mount Rushmore. Number three, I didn't like him very much, but I got to be a true fan and I got to be a true historian of the game and I got to put Peyton Manning up there. Not a fan. So Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning. (sighs) My fourth one, I want to so bad. I do. I really do, man. I, As a Chiefs fan, I want to put him on there so bad. But I will be honest with you. I still think his stats are too young. He's got to have a couple more years to get past that. So number four, this is where it's going to get controversial, especially because he's a former freaking Denver Bronco. I'm going strictly off of talent. The fact that he went to five Super Bowls. I know he lost three, but people don't realize him dragging those teams that he had to the Super Bowl was unbelievable. My number four Mount Rushmore is John Elway. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm trying to be as fair as I can, man. I'm trying to be a true historian of the game. And I know everyone's Mount Rushmore is different. But I'm looking at it like, and I know I probably forgot somebody. I was wrapping my head around it today. I got to be truthful. TB12, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, John Elway. Those are my dudes. Patrick Mahomes, though? Oh, he's got that pick ready, though. He about to chisel his face (laughs) somewhere. I just couldn't do it right now because, yes, he's the two-time MVP. Yes, he's won two Super Bowls. But if I, if he got hurt tomorrow and his stats were done, would you really put him over John Elway? And that's the question that I had to ask myself. Mitch, I'm interested to hear your QB Mount Rushmore, my man. Well, you know what they say: great minds think alike. So yes, I will give you, I will give you my Mount Rushmore. So obviously, like you said, I agree with you. If you have, if you do not have. To, Tom Brady in your top 12 quarterbacks. Top, I'm sorry. If you don't have him in your top four quarterbacks of all time, then you have zero capacity when it comes to football and the knowledge of football. So TB12 is, is number one for me. John Elway is definitely not on my Mount Rushmore. I'm just getting that out there. Okay. So obviously number two, uh, Joe Montana. To me, that – I feel like until someone can get to four rings, to me, number one, even though this is not Rushmore, but to me, TB12 and Joe Montana are going to be one and two until someone can get and, to and, four rings and yeah. challenge Joe, in my yeah. opinion. So those two guys right there, okay? So number three, okay, I do agree with you with the number three pick, okay? I will have Peyton Manning on my Mount Rushmore. He is one of the goats when it comes to the regular season. He was able to win, you know, a couple. So, and plus, you know, he is such just, I mean, to have the level of hype that Peyton Manning did coming out of high school and then at the college at Tennessee, and then to go on to do what he did for the Colts, and then at the end, at the end of his career with the, um, 
with the Broncos. That is just all time. Talk about living up to the hype. He did absolutely every bit of that. And I'm going to throw a wrench in this conversation because my number four, some people might say, what? But I love this guy. Like I said, this is my Mount Rushmore. This is not nobody else's. So it's whatever I want to do. Okay. And I will say this before I say his name. It is not Patrick Mahomes. Okay. As badly as you, Christopher, I want to put him in there. He's not there yet. But I will say this, though. If he retired tomorrow, he would still be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, just... so my number five. Number four. I'm sorry. My number four is a guy who's a lefty who was just so silky smooth. And for his heyday, he ran well. And that dude is Mr. Steve young he was an absolute baller you want to know what i'll take steve young over john elway any day i can't do it like i just can't do it you know obviously you think of you know maybe at number four you think of maybe like johnny unitas i mean that would be oh i mean i mean you could you could go as far back as as sammy ball you're gonna have some people that would talk about otto graham Right. You know, Johnny U was a stud. Roger Stahlback was a was a beast. Um, you got even Terry Bradshaw, which I don't know who would put him on there other than a Steelers fan. He just he had four <laughs> rings, but he wasn't that great as as a quarterback. But judging quarterbacks gets difficult, right? Because it truly mattered what era you played in. Oh, 100%. Because my thing is, is I think that the reason why Terry Bradshaw does not get the love that a lot of people feel like he deserves, especially Steelers fans. Because they didn't throw. They didn't throw, but the defenses that man had. Yeah. They were absolutely nasty. Oh, he had the steel curtain. Exactly. Literally what they call the steel curtain. So, I mean, when (laughs) when your defense gets a nickname, you about that life. I mean, when your defense can get a nickname that's known through time, you are not suck. <laughs> you are a great defense. Um, yeah, hey, I mean, hey, I, I mean hey, you're, yeah. But hey, and let's just not sleep on Steve Young. Like, let's not act like he won one. He won three, bro. Well, he won three. No, he didn't. He was a backup. He only won one. He only played in one Super Bowl to win. The other ones, he was Joe Montana's backup, bro. But he you only know he though? only won one. He only won one. He was okay, a but backup. He's got three, but he's got three. Yeah, but he he only Trent earned Trent one Trent. of them. He only he earned one of them. So that's why but, he doesn't even and and just even talent wise, like I don't think he compares to John Elway. John Elway, his arm was just un, unrivaled. I I got to see John Elway live like three or four times because when he would right. come to Kansas City when right. I was younger, bro, bro. He made the throw across the field popular before Mahomes did. Like right, he could agreed. literally go to the other sideline and chuck it back. The dude just had an arm. And again, he lost those Super Bowls. He had nobody. Like Denver was not good. The AFC was not good. That's why he kept going to the Super Bowl and getting smoked. I mean, he just didn't lose his True. three Super Bowls. He got Slacked. I mean, one of them he got beat like fifty-five to ten by the Niners. Joe Montana. 
hmm. just whooped him, right? Right. And to the listeners here, there's a lot that people could throw in there. You could throw in A-Rod. You could throw in Troy Aikman. You could throw in a, a Roger Starbuck or, or a Terry Bradshaw. There's so many. What about a Dan Marino? People forget about him. You know, see, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I love Dan Marino. I but love you gotta him. Ha- you gotta at least you gotta have, have one. one. Exactly. You gotta you have, gotta one, have one. You yeah. gotta have one. And unfortunately, like because from a talent perspective and stats, like he like he he's that dude. Bro. But he just didn't win. If he if he could have won one ring, he's definitely on my on my Mount Rushmore hands down. Bro, and and uh, think about this. Drew Brees got one. That might be someone's Mount Rushmore, and I wouldn't be mad at you for that. What what Drew right. Brees did at his size, pound for pound, pound for pound, he might be the GOAT quarterback. Think about that. Pound for pound, yeah. he might be. People forget Tom Brady's six foot freaking five. Like the I know, right? The dude's big. He's tall. Drew Brees, it was literally wearing – Oshbagosh going out there throwing touchdowns. <laughs> right. And we're over and there I, shopping at the baby gap, throwing right. touchdowns. <laughs> right. I will be truthful with you though, Christopher, is your Mount Rushmore was my exact Mount Rushmore. So once you said John, I'll wait for your number four, I was like, crap. So then I was scrambling in my mind, like, okay, I can't say we can't both have the same Mount yeah, Rushmore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go with my boy Steve Young. So I just can't um, wait till Patrick Mahomes gets on there and his hair's all flowing out, adding some soul to Mount Rushmore. Right. <laughs> can't wait, boy. Hold, hold on, hold on. Speaking of quarterbacks, you know, he's not, but just really quick, I know we weren't, but this came to my mind, so I want to ask you. And I know how I feel about it. I just, re- real quick, do you think Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback? Do I think he'll get in, or do I think he is one, in my opinion? Do you, do you think he deserves to get in? No, but I think he will get in. I agree with you 100%. I don't think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I think I, that... And- I don't think there's any of that. And you know what? We have this plan to talk about on the show when August comes around because that's when they do the Hall of Fame game. Right, right, right. And and you and I talked about this, of having a discussion on on who's overrated, who's underrated, who's in there that shouldn't be, who do we have... Because there's a lot of people that that you could talk about and be like, man, they probably should be in. And then there's ones that you're like, how did he get in? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Which, speaking of that, brings us to our next point. We're going to talk specifically about the Chiefs right now. (laughs) Give me your most overrated player and underrated player all time for the Chiefs. And I want to see if you and I are the same. This is one thing we did not talk about. We don't know. Right. Give me I, give me overrated, underrated, and why. Go. I'm going to get killed for this, bro. I'm going to get murdered for this. In my opinion, even though he was still a lead at what he did, the most overrated Chiefs player in Kansas history is Derek Thomas. What? Bro. Overrated? The, bro. Listen to me. That man was good for one thing, and that was running upfield. And that was about it. Yes. I know you're looking at me in this. No, no. You you need to tell everybody that's listening that you're joking. (laughs) 
Look up the stats, bro. Look up the stats. He was an elite passer, so don't get me wrong. But versus the run, he was very average. Okay, so let me ask you this because I'm really gonna don't get me wrong. I don't get me wrong. I love DT. I love DT. I'm about to test your football gangster here because I don't think your football gangster is very good. Because let me tell you something real quick. If he's overrated, then why in the world do you put Lawrence Taylor as the best defender then? Because Lawrence Who, Taylor's. Me? Yeah, you told me on this show just about three months ago, Lawrence Taylor was considered one of the best defensive players of all time. He what is. Did Lauren, okay, and what did Lawrence Taylor do best? He was a pass rusher. Okay, and was he subpar at the run? Yes. Yes, but because he was he, elite at pass he, rushing. He I, is not. Dude, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Do you understand how many sacks Derek Thomas has? Because I don't think you actually thought about this. Do you know how much <laughs> sacks Derek Thomas has? Do you know? Tell me. Let me, you know let me guess. He's, he's, probably, he's probably over 150. He's at 126. At the, time oh, of wow. his re- okay. at the time of his retirement, there was only like three people better than him. You know that, right? Oh, dang, and, I did not know that. And he did that in an era when they didn't throw that much. The man still has a <laughs> record for most sacks in a game. You know that, right? I know, seven sacks. Seattle Seahawks, bro. I remember bro, the game. I swear you're trolling right now. There is no <laughs> way. There is no way that you think Derek Thomas is overrated. You are on crack cocaine. Okay, and, I, and I'll tell you what. This is why you're my best friend, because you know me. There's absolutely zero chance that Derek Thomas is the most overrated player in Chiefs history. It's not happening. All right, well, give me the real one, because now you got my freaking, you know, almost <laughs> I knew, my I knew stomach falling out of my sphincter. Okay, now, I will say, though, this person... I like this guy. I, I Now, I'm being completely honest now. I know a lot of people are not going to like this answer because what he did for the franchise. This guy was a guy who was traded to Kansas City. He was a hmm. guy that essentially, in my opinion, stabilized the franchise. But I'm going to say, in my opinion, one of the most overrated players in Chiefs history is going to be Alex Smith. People love Alex Smith. They, they think he should be in the ring of honor. Like, to me, Alex Smith was a quarterback that wasn't going to lose you a game, but well, he was wasn't going to win you one. Exactly. He was not going to go out, and you and you were not going to win because of him. He is an absolutely sensational guy off the field, did a lot in the community, but he is a guy that if he would have been better, like if he just would have been a few ticks better, Chiefs would have had a chance to go win an AFC championship and a Super Bowl before Patrick even got here. A lot of people love him. I like him, but the amount of love that he gets and people talking about he should be in the ring of honor, man, like let's just slow the roll. Like I love what he did for the franchise of the Chiefs. You know, Andy Reid came in in his first year and he traded for Alex Smith. Alex Smith came here and essentially helped Andy Reid stabilize the franchise, and I'm grateful for that. But people that want to put him in the ring of honor and all this stuff, like I don't get that because – yeah, bro, bro, bro. You cannot be a professional quarterback and not throw a touchdown to a wide receiver. You know the Chiefs had that distinction, right? When 100%, he was when he yeah. was quarterback, we had an entire season where he did not throw a touchdown to a wide receiver. That just shows you that he had no interest in throwing down the field. So that's a good one. That's a good one. So I'm going to wait <laughs> to give you mine 
Because I'll give you both of mine like okay. you're going to do me. So Alex Smith is your overrated. Who's your most underrated? Okay. Now this man was absolutely electric. This is a guy who I wish, I wish his his elite years would have been a little longer. Because if so, I think he would have. I think he could possibly be in the Hall of Fame. My most underrated player in Chiefs history is Dante Hall, because he was a guy who re, who was an electric returner. And once he, to be honest, I feel like he was. The first, he was almost like the first version of Tyree Kill coming into the league as, as a return guy and then all of a sudden turns into an elite level receiver. And let me tell you this. I will never, ever, ever forget the play versus the Denver Broncos, Christopher. And you probably know what play I'm talking about. He was playing in the slot position. He ran an out route. And you need if you don't if you don't know what play this is, you need to go look it up on YouTube. He runs an out route, catches the ball, okay? So he catches the ball on the outside. The outside linebacker is making a beeline towards him as the ball is coming. He literally catches the ball, turns around, sees the guy, the outside linebacker, coming to earhole him. He takes one step back. That guy flies in front of him, nails the guy that's about to tackle him, and then he runs around them down the sideline for a touchdown. It is one of the most elusive touchdown catches you will ever see in your life. And also, and you, and you could argue there's that, that year, season to season, half span to where he was the best return guy in the NFL period. There was no one even close, or I'm sorry. Cause that was also the time that was back when Devin Hester was in his heyday as well. So, I mean, if, if Dante Hall could have, could have stayed at, at, if he could have saved an elite returner and really good receiver for you know a little for longer, I think he could have went into the Hall of Fame. So here's my two. The first one I'm going to say any any player that we pick is probably going to have a argument to it, right? But overrated to me is Trent Green. Oh, and here okay. here's why. Trent Green arguably had the greatest offensive line while he was here. During his time, he probably had the greatest offensive line. Now, he also had the luxury of playing with the best running back over a three-year period. The best. Priest Holmes, baby. There's not even an argument. (laughs) Mm, Over mm. a three-year span, he was probably the greatest football player in those three years. There probably wasn't anyone that had a better three-year span during his time, in that time. Maybe LaDainian Tomlinson. Maybe. So, Priest Holmes, and you had the greatest offensive line, and you got Dick Vermeil. Now, was his defense just straight-up booty? Yes, it was. And, but and, it, and he had Tony Gonzalez. And he had Tony G. And for the lack of success that they had, and I don't even mean playoff success, they had legitimate seasons under him that they didn't even have a winning season. And he got benched for Damon Heward. And if you ever get benched for a guy that looks like he wears two size two big jersey as his little wings are going flapping off, I hated that quarterback look. <laughs> it's like, roll your stuff up, man. Like, why is it down so low? Peyton Manning with that little wing crap in his arm. I hated it. Hated it. <laughs> so Trent Green is the most overrated Chiefs player for me. 
for me. Now, I'm pretty sure there's some older ones and people need to realize we didn't use like bust. So part of this context was not a bust because there might be people listening like, how can you not pick John Baldwin or how could you not pick? That's a bust. That's different. Like a bust is they don't even do well. Overrated is when like people talk about them like they're great and you're like, nah, he was good. Kind of like your example of Alex Smith. He did good, but people talk about him like he's the, he's the second coming. Now, everyone needs to know on this show, have I ever liked Alex Smith, Mitch? No, you you hate Alex Smith. I've I res- never liked Alex Smith. I respect you. what Alex Smith did. Yes. Dude, I respect the hell out I of what he did. I stand Alex Smith. I was not an Alex Smith fan at all. Anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way. My <laughs> underrated player, I'm going to be honest, I could not believe you did not pick this guy. Because this guy is not just underrated on the Chiefs, and he's forgotten about. This dude might be one of the most underrated players of all time in all football. And that is my boy, JC, Jamal Charles, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I tell you what, he, he, he possibly could be in the Hall of Fame. Bro, he is the most underrated player, arguably, to me. They people don't realize what his skill set was. He was a smaller back, could run in between the tackles, had a yard a yard uh what's that? Yard per carry? Yards yeah. per carry yeah. average in the fives, which yeah, is it was just over five. So yeah, if he if he touched the ball twice, it was a first down. Yeah, like the dude was just nuts. And he could catch and he got Andy Reid and was awesome. His just body couldn't hold up. He had that he had that Warwick Dunn kind of body build, just Kind of small for a back, but man, he was so, so good and so fast. When he hit that edge, it was like sprinter speed. I love JC. Yeah, I Jamal Charles is one of my favorite players of all time. I actually make my son watch his highlights. (laughs) And this is why I say he's he's underrated. There's Chiefs fans that forget about him, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like they're like, oh, Pacheco, Pacheco, and he's cool. And they were like, you know, I was so mad when they gave that little freaking pint of chocolate milk looking thing, pint little Power Ranger runner. What what's his name? The one that wears twenty five right now, who I can't stand. He he's got a little Power Ranger helmet. Um, oh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. When they gave twenty five up, man, I was like, that is ridiculous, man. Right. Ridiculous. Don't give that number yeah. away. That that's JC. Right. You know, and I'll tell you what, my my favorite. My favorite JC, I have two distinct JC favorite uh, memories. The game against Oakland, where five he had tutties. Like five five tutties. Five that tutties. was just absolutely ridiculous. And then the 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 ninety, I think it was like a 92, 95, 98 yard touchdown run. New Orleans Saints, baby. Yes, sir. Where he broke the line, he he put the head down, and you you knew that brother was gone. Head just down, been gone. a clown. He gone. <laughs> He gone. <laughs> oh man, you ain't lying. But hey, but speaking of overrated, underrated. So last week, Christopher, you did a top five for me. So this week, I got a top five for you, okay? So this list is gonna be the top five hyped teenage athletes ever. Okay. Not just I'm talking ever. So we all know Kiss started out as prodigies. Don't be looking at your phone. Let me try to look this up. 
Okay. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you better not be. I'll smack it through the screen, bro. So, the top five most hyped teenage athletes ever. Okay. Ever. So, so they're not insinuating if they're a bust or not. They're just talking about hype. So, they're not saying like overhyped where they ended up not being good. They're just talking about hyped in general, right? Yes. But I can, I will tell you all of these. These these top five were definitely not bust. They balled out. Okay, I got it. I got it. I'm about to okay. shock the world, baby. Okay. Okay. So number Chris one. Went, okay. No, no, no. I won't go number one. I won't go in order. I'll, I'll just try to name the five. Okay. One of them has to be Tiger Woods. There's no way he's not on there. Tiger Woods is at number three. Got it. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James is number one on the list. Serena Williams. Serena Williams is not on the list. What? Yep. All right. Well, help me out. Are they all male? Yes. Sexist. (laughs) All right. LeBron, Tiger Woods. You know who was really talked about and kind of older? John Elway was actually a really hyped prospect. He was very hyped because he because he played baseball in high school and he he was yeah. a two sport athlete at Stanford. But unfortunately, John Elway is not on the list. Dang! Is it? Uh... So le- I'll give you a hint. Okay. 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 So so you have LeBron James. You got him at number one. You got Tiger Woods at number three. So is one two, really recent? So you got two. Number is one really to get? Is it Victor Wimbanyama? No, no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No. okay. So think. Um, let me. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Now this should probably give it away. Okay. Okay. So I'll give you a hint. Think baseball, and and remember, think teenage hyped. The most the most hyped teenage athlete. Oh, ever. probably Bryce Harper. Boom! Bryce Harper at number four. Okay, so you got you got number one. I got LeBron three of the James. five. I got you three got of the three. Five. You got three of the five. You got Tiger Woods at three, Bryce Harper at four. Okay, now I will uh, just to make this segment not go forever. I'll I'll give you a hint and it should give the next two away. Okay, got it. Both both of these people play the same sport. Okay, and it's a, and I'll, and I'm not gonna tell you what sport it is, but you'll know after this hint. This was the same sport that I struggled with that I should have got last week on the show. Of the top five. Oh, boxing? Nope. The other one. Oh, hockey. Yep. Oh, young kid. Oh, Sidney Crosby. Boom! Sidney Crosby at number five. Okay. Who's at number two? Same sport. Uh, now, l- help me out here because I, I actually do know some hockey players. Is this a recent hockey player? Or are we no. talking like no? Then I'm then I'm gonna go with either Wayne Gretzky or Bobby Orr. Okay, well, are... tell me t- tell me which one you want first. Hold on, is one of those correct? <laughs> I can't tell you. You just All gotta right, tell then, me. Then I'm gonna go with Wayne Gretzky. Boom! He got it at number two, Wayne Gretzky. So the top five. Teenage hyped athletes of all time, according to Bleacher Report. Number one, LeBron James. Number two, Wayne Gretzky. Number three, Tiger Woods. Number four, Bryce Harper. And number five, Sidney Crosby. Now, I will say, when I looked at this list, I was very much like you. I got the first, I got three out of five super quick. Because I remember both LeBron 
and Bryce Harper being on sports the Sports Illustrated covers. So that was like super easy. And obviously Tiger Woods, that was easy. But yeah, the 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 two hockey players, uh, that was that was rough. But man, I tell you what, not bad. Be honest, be honest. You were a little surprised that I got Sidney Crosby. A little, not a lot, a little, just a little, because. Be, because one, sure. because because once I knew it was hockey, that was the first person I thought of too. Was 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 uh, Sidney Crosby? And I was going to think like Bobby Orr, if it was somebody outside of the United States, like maybe you know, like uh, Alex Ovechkin. I thought maybe it would right. be someone like that. But hey, that I mean, that was a good one, my man. That was a good one. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, you think about it. LeBron James is arguably considered the goat. Wayne Gretzky is the goat of hockey, in my opinion. Oh, with not, there's not even a question. Tiger Wood, goaded. Bryce Harper is having a hell of a career. He's he's currently still playing, but he um, ain't gonna be goaded though. Oh, he ain't gonna be goaded. But I mean, but for what he was hyped to, I, I would say he's lived up to the hype. Uh, and then Sidney Crosby, he's he's won a he, he's won Stan, a Stanley Cup. And ben, I would say you know, Bryce Harper on that list is probably the biggest bust of the five, like compared to them. I would agree with to, that. I, I would I, because because all all those guys have championships. Well, all, and also all, like yeah, just Bryce Harper. I think for what he was compared to, he just never really. His biggest highlight is that he won the home run derby. You know what I no, mean? Like, see, yeah, but they they hold on, but di- didn't they? Who, who won the World Series last year? No, remember he went and then didn't win, and then because, the Nationals won it without him. Oh, that's right. Remember that's he wasn't right. with the Nationals; they won oh, it freaking seems, without him. That seems, like he yeah. he did okay. I mean, I just real quickly looked up his stats. His best home run year was 2015. He hit 42. After that, he hasn't hit over 35. Um, he had 18 home runs last year, but and he's okay, only but had three this year. Okay, but, but think hold about on, this. Hold on. Though. I'm I'm, I'm going to check out his batting average because that's really the most important part. Yeah, his batting average. He's a career 280 hitter. That's almost elite. 300 is elite. If he's at 280, that's close. But if you think about it, I would say he's a bust. But like, if you think about this, if being hyped as a high school kid to not just make it to the major leagues, but be one of the better players in the in the MLB, I'd say he's not a bust. He's just but he was but overrated. To me, to me, he just didn't live up to his hype. That that mm. to me is the difference. I don't think he lived up to the hype, and and not to any fault of his own. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a big big deal. Like right. I mean, look at this. My boy Freddie Freeman, right? Would you consider Freddie Freeman to be one of the better players in the? Oh, for sure. No, I, I mean, sure. overall, though, like, in, in his area, I wouldn't. I mean, Freddie Oh, Freeman, in his era? Awesome, or, but, like, no, not oh. on his team, in, in his era. Like, Freddie oh, Freeman no. played from 2000. He's solid. He's solid, but not, no, no. Okay, so check this out. His batting average is 299. he He's got a better batting oh. average than Bryce, Bryce Harper. Yeah. And his home runs – He's hit 38, 31, 34. Like, he, he's great, but right. that's what I mean. Like, Freddie Freeman wasn't hyped up like that. Je- Bryce Harper, he was sold to us like he was going to be the next King Griffey. And you can't be right. no Griffey. Duh, only dude, no, no only can Griffey, be Griffey gets to wear his hat backwards. Griffey got a baseball shoe. Y'all understand that? 
Griffey got right. a baseball shoe. Name Dude, one other the- person that gets a shoe, and it was a turf shoe. It was like a shoe you could wear out. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, they had the cleat and the turf. the The only yeah, other like, person, the only other person I know to get a shoe is Mike Trout. And 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 how good's Mike Trout? Mike that, Trout is that dude. He's Mike he's a Trout, Hall of Famer. Mike Trout is that dude. Mike Trout's yeah. a stud. Bryce Harper, I you do know, think's a little overrated. But hey, how real quick though. Speaking of the Angels, did you did you see what they did yesterday, bro? You mean when they put up the football score that I thought was a typo? Yeah. And in before the before the fourth inning was done, twenty four runs, bro. I twenty four. I thought it was a typo. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on, bro?" I thought. Could it was you a imagine typo. being at that game? Could you imagine being at that game, bro? There was teams last year in the NFL that didn't score that often. Twenty four points. I'm talking to you, New England fans. <laughs> So that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Well, I tell you what, I think that you killed the top five list with a little help from me. But thanks, dog. Nice, thanks, dog. Thanks, dog. Nice job on that. And oh man, guys, got another episode wrapped up, man. Guys, don't forget we drop episodes every week for the most part. We've only missed one week so far. We apologize for that. But hey, we can't be perfect, right? We drop content every week late wednesday night early thursday morning it will be there for you for sure thursday morning we appreciate you guys that listen to us and guys remember please be kind because everyone you meet is fighting a battle that you have absolutely no idea about until next week